I know the DJ. Do you? Welcome to episode six of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJing, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of hosts, Snacks, uh, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor, Anchor. First off, I'd like to shout out our Black-Owned Business of the Week, Life's Crazy Clothing Brand founded by a homie of mine, Bryce. Their mission, connect to those who experience the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the crazy in life. Life's Crazy is a phrase set in that wow moment. That can come in any situation. Check out their IG as they have begun launching their brand at Life's Crazy underscore and tell them Snacks he sent you, all right? And now I'd like to introduce our guest today, the first official DJ episode here. I've been working on diversifying the guests and I'm keeping shit wavy, but we finally got another DJ where we can nerd out, compare experiences, and I'll just talk about music um i know it's been it's crazy how in episode six we finally get a dj however we tried to do this episode before yeah um yeah <laughs> so this is actually the second time <laughs> i've had this guest here um but you know audio got, got compromised as djs know very well we can't always depend on technology it will always find a way to fuck us but um today we have a real veteran 25 years Thanks, in man. the game DJ Case, a former 103.3 amp radio mix show DJ and a regular Sirius XM guest DJ, open format DJ, influenced by the works of, the, of DJs like AM, Funk Flex, Rectangle, Kid Capri, Lil John, and Vice. Everyone, please welcome DJ Case. What up? What's good? In the building. Second time. Second time's a charm, I guess. It's like deja vu. I know. I know. And it's it's, you know... I appreciate you being an awesome sport, and you know, yeah, of course, I, I hate wasting people's time. I hate when people waste we, my time. So we, we had a good convo, mm -hmm. you know. We had a good conversation the first time. Yeah, you know we really mean? did, and it was awesome. And and it was one of those, you know, this is uh, episode six now, and it was one of those that uh, I think I I know you the least. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, you know, we've crossed paths tons of times. We follow each other for however long. You know, we respect each other as DJs, but I didn't actually know you. Yeah, you know what Thanks. I mean, and. Um, and that was one of those conversations where it was like, damn, like, like yeah, so many moments where I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that. And, and just like learning more about you and, um, you know, your 25 year career versus my seven year. Like for me, that's a lot of eye opening stuff hearing you say. And that's, you know, when I pick my guests, a lot of DJs have been like DMing me like, oh, let me get on the podcast. And I'm like. You know, what do you what do you got to talk about? Yeah, yeah, like well, <laughs> like, well, not you know, it's, there's it's, always something to talk about, man. Yeah, well, the thing is, is just at this stage with yeah. you know a new podcast, like I want to yeah. make sure each, if it's not um, educational, it's at least somewhat informative. It's a gives a new perspective, or is at least just super entertaining, right? And you know, again, that's why, um, like last week, I got Jason from Bodega. Okay, um, nice. so giving the full managerial perspective. Yeah how restaurants are, you know, adjusting. Mm -hmm. And it was a really, really great episode. A lot of the feedback was, you know, wow, I didn't think about it, think about it like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of DJs were like, because we had a whole a section of like, um, yeah, DJs are complaining about their rates now or whatever, right. whatever. And he went on this whole thing of like explaining why, why um, and how DJs should like open their minds a little bit mm -hmm. or consider, you know, stop being so me, me, me. Mm -hmm. um, that was an awesome episode. Um, but Excited to have another DJ here again Thanks, and just excited to be here through. again. For real. <laughs> and just, I mean, now I know, but um, just kind of give a good background, kind of where you started. Let people know if you, if they don't know DJ case, if they haven't heard you on the radio, if they haven't Man. seen you, 
at the residencies in downtown and everything like that. I started in 95, officially. 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 My it, first gig was in under 21. Love it. And then on, you know, started doing clubs in Boston after that. Um, you know, did you know, under 21 for like maybe four years before mm-hmm. I started doing clubs in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of my first spots in Boston was Royale. Which is was just at the time was Roxy, Roxy, Roxy yeah, back yeah. then, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, you know, it was pretty pretty cool to go from from doing on the twenty ones to doing it, you know, yeah. something that was A eighteen eighteen plus back then. I guess it was, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn. Yeah, yeah. It used <laughs> to be eighteen plus, yeah. Damn, it's crazy. So, because on my during my come up, it was all about you know. Mm-hmm. getting the chance a lot of it was social media based you know yeah. how can i make myself as official as possible when i wasn't even official yeah. you know what i mean um at that time social media didn't exist internet yeah. wasn't a thing how do you get your foot in the door to get that first gig and then to be able to start launching your career at Just that time gonna nag the dj man and that's what happened that's what i did um i nagged the dj i just kept going to the place where where i wanted to dj which was the under 21 at mm-hmm. that point um and you know, just started asking questions, and next thing you know, he's like, you know what, well, like, you know, you wanna, you wanna give it a shot. There you go, you know, and and I had some experience mm-hmm. at the time. Thank you. Yeah, you what know? were those at the at the t- was <coughs> it like uh, local stuff or like uh, house party stuff at the time? What were yeah, the- for the most part. Before that, it was mainly house parties, and mm-hmm. and you know, we all started the same way, man. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, all yeah. back. You know where we started. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's <laughs> humbling. It's humbling, but I yeah. find moments where I'm like, actually, I miss this. You yeah. know what I mean? It, and because we forget that sometimes the best parties are the bashments or like yeah. are those like yep. like I came up in like dorm parties in yeah. college. Yeah, I did. Um, and they were like stupid and like not glamorous at all, but they were some of the most fun. Exactly, man. Gigs ever. Um, you you at the moment you don't think about. You know, it being stupid, you just right. thought about it as something that you're you're doing that you love, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't really think about where your career is going to go at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just enjoying the moment. Right. You know, and that's that's what made it so, so, so good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so fun. What drew you to being a DJ at first? It, was it I've like always loved music, man. Mm-hmm. I I started doing house music. Mm-hmm. You know, at home, yeah, because it was easier to beat match. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just you. You can you can follow the rhythm, follow the tempo, and just mm-hmm. you you learn how to beat match. Right, right, right. Then I got into hip hop, reggae. I loved reggae, man. Mm-hmm. You know, then got into reggaeton, and you know, like, and then top forty, and then you know, mashups, and you know, everything else from there. You know, while you list those genres, it's crazy because mm-hmm. I'm thinking that. So in the time period that you started and yeah. maintained and had your and been having your DJ career, it's touched some of the biggest moments yeah. in pop music. Yeah, like for me, when I think of throwbacks, I think of the '90s or the 2000s, right? right? right. And I think that's the golden era of yeah. hip hop and R and B. It was, and you were th- very much living it. Yeah, and you saw it in real time. Yep. And then I think about you said reggaeton, like. What two thousand three, two thousand four, yeah. two thousand five? When Early, it hit, yeah. when it hit the states, when it became mainstream. Yeah, you, know? you were at that there, point about, about ten years in the game yeah. at that point, point. Yeah. and like so, you're very much established at that. Yeah, end. I'm just like, 
to to exp- it's 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 one of those things where it's like you have the grandpa that's like yeah I was in the war and this is what it was like <laughs> <laughs> that like you were there <laughs> I you was know, you know what I mean yeah. so I mean can you explain like just kind of like some maybe some highlight moments that I mean that highlight moments through? I would say having you know being able to DJ concerts um, mm. over at um, uh, Wonderland Ballroom that's uh, in um in Revere, Revere right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's like a like a thousand person spot. Yeah, right? yeah, Lido's Lido's Wonderland, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I'm not really sure what it's called now. Uh, it's it's a pretty big spot, man. I mean, and it's and it was all due to the fact that I was, you know, of the people that I was associated associated with, mm-hmm. you know, um, friends that I grew up with that you know were into the same things that I was into, you know, uh, my boy Super Duke. Yeah, Super Duke. Uh, yeah, yeah, Super yeah. Duke. I grew up with Super Duke. Yeah. Oh, that's I crazy. I went to school with him. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. Like I went to high school with him. It's because so for me, um, I guess I'm not too familiar with like the the events or the the stuff that he's doing now. Mm-hmm. I think he's a big private event guy, right? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, he does more uh, Haitian. Yeah, Haitian yeah. Events. Yeah. But I knew it like once I started getting into the quote unquote urban scene mm-hmm. in Boston, like I started seeing his name and yeah. a lot of his, and I was like, oh, this guy, you know, he's someone that just in terms of. His booking pattern yeah. and the way he, you know, presents himself. He's someone I was like, professional. Oh, yeah, very professional. Yeah. Seems very tight and very popular and right. very likable. He was someone that I was like, yo, I, I like this. I want to yeah. be like that. And then uh, at some point. That's, that's one aspect of the DJ game. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And that. at some point we, I don't know who followed who first, but like, you know, once we got connected and uh, I think we probably commented each other's stuff a few times. But yeah. he's another person that like you, like, I don't know him. Yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about social media now um, that we you can get connect to know and you kind of see their grind and right. see their, you know, h- where they are now. Like it's crazy. Like, damn. He, now I'm thinking about it. Like he's someone I would love to talk to you as well. Yeah, just he like should. How yeah. he came up yep. and like for and before we really met and connected for you, it was like you know seeing you on the radio, seeing yeah. you at these big venues, and then I'd even like I knew you were in the game for a long time, but it wasn't until the Til first recording, you, yeah, yeah. the first <laughs> recording where you, where I asked you and how and you said. Tw- 25 Damn, years. we lost that. Yeah. That was a good I, combo, that, too. My, the genuine <laughs> reaction. I think I said, God, damn. the genuine reaction of, yeah. of, of me realizing how long yeah. you've been DJing. Um, um, yeah, so with Ham, um, DJ Shorty, um, back in the, back then, used to do a lot of a lot of reggaeton stuff. So he was big on uh, reggaeton stuff, so I used to do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with him. Um, that's how I did a lot of um, um, reggaeton concerts and stuff, and with Super Duke, it was, uh, we did a lot of, a lot of colleges, a lot of parties, a lot of, you know, private parties and, and the, the, uh, under 21 as well. Mm-hmm. So Coll- like college scene is like a huge avenue that, oh man, um, it was, it was even bigger back then, bro. I, like, I can't imagine like, cause when I, so, uh, cause I that, that's what people used to look forward to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 And so I went to, so I started my college career at Holy Cross in Worcester Okay, and you know, the Worcester nightlife scene is like. Like you can kind of run through it pretty quickly. There is, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. like like for us, it was like you know these local, uh, like bars and pubs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were a couple places that were like clubs, but like I said, like in a semester, you could really get your fair share if you yeah. go out enough. Yeah. So it was all about the school sanctioned parties, and like again, this is where I started getting my my reps, right? Be, being the DJ on campus, but before I started like making my name out there, I guess there was. These yeah school sanctioned parties that these clubs would throw, mm-hmm. um, whether it be like the Caribbean Association or the, the Latin Club yeah. or whatever, yeah. and they would like 
you know, who it was whoever was the president or whatever, like they just knew like yeah. the biggest yeah, exactly, yeah. In New York or yeah. like or in Boston or whatever, they would right. get like the biggest dude and they would fucking throw it down. And that was um at the time for Holy Cross it was um Soundscape. I don't know if uh, Yeah, I know Soundscape. So yeah, yeah. and it's crazy because years later, um I we me and um Patrick one half of Soundscape mm-hmm. became residents together. And it was one of those things where I was like, yo, this is a dude that I used to watch. Right. And like Again, like I said, about, like the same thing about Super Duke, same thing about you. Were like yeah. I used to watch him and like be like, "Yo, that'd be fire if I could do this." We all and had someone, someone you know that we I mean? looked up to, man. Yeah, yeah. You know? But um, speaking to him and uh, Big Tunes and like these yeah. other uh, dudes right now uh, in the like who was recently killing the game, like uh, these younger DJs, um, DJ Focus, DJ Dutch, yeah. big guys in like the Caribbean world, like they're like, "Yo." The big bread is like the college parties, and like that's where it gets Bro, the like crazy. People, people don't realize that that the Caribbean scene out here is big, you know? insane, and and it is because there is a lot of Caribbean. Yeah. People here, <laughs> and yeah. thing is, like growing up, like I thought every pl- everywhere was like this. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's m- me, single minded. I don't leave Boston kind of thing until I started traveling. Yeah. Um, it was funny when I got to Holy Cross. Like, um, there were there were people from outside of New England and um. They're like, yo, like I just met this girl. She said she's Cape Verdean, and <laughs> I was like, like I was like, yeah, Cape Verdean. Like, yeah. like there's Matt Cape Verdean yeah. in Boston. She was like, I've never met someone from Cape, yeah. Cape yeah. where where is Cape Verde? And I yeah. was like, what? And then I started realizing that like, yo, all the Cape Verdeans yeah. are in Massachusetts. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's a, one of those. Cape Verde, yeah. yeah, one of those They're amazing, amazing women. Yeah. No, yeah, and, amazing, and, women. and and they have really dope music. Too. Yeah. And, oh and yeah. So like when there was those Caribbean parties in Boston, like there was a section dedicated to mm-hmm. the Posada and mm-hmm. like the Zook and and it, it was funny because growing up like I was like there's all these all these other dances I gotta learn like I already had to learn bachata <laughs> and merengue and all that stuff and now I gotta learn Posada too to be able to dance with the prettiest <laughs> girl in the room kind of thing um, but it was interesting to see that you know regionally there's like like you're saying like Caribbean's huge here Caribbean yeah. huge. like if you don't have a Caribbean crate yeah and you're trying to DJ in Boston like you will probably get yeah, I you know, you know I've done soca, I've done you know Haitian, mm-hmm. you know compai. Like, yeah, 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 I have all those crates too, man. Because yeah, I've yeah. you know I've I've touched on it. and calypso, mm-hmm. you know, like I've, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've played all that, you know, mm-hmm. like I, and I've I got into it, you know, when I was with Duke and and then I went to college. I went to Northeastern actually, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So then I got involved in more in college parties and stuff. And, and you know, like I realized how big that that world was. Yeah, you know, and reggae was huge back then. Yeah, and it's important to adapt, right? Yeah. Like if you yeah. see a lane, if you're like, yo, there's this. I just broke down this door and I see that there's this huge party community. Right. You would be stupid not to learn it. Right. And right. I meet so many DJs who, yo. Snacks, I see, you, you know, you're getting so many bookings here. And here. How do you do that? I'm like, man, like, what do you play? Like, if I ask you what you play in the night and they say, like, two, three genres that are all pretty much the same. It's yeah. all like pop music. Yeah. And I'm like, that's your answer right there. Yeah. You know, if if if, if I list these the top five, like, Afrobeat joints right now and you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's your fault. Like, you have to. Then I can't book you. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so I how do you expect yeah, yeah. these places to <laughs> yeah, book you? For real. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, because yeah. if you bring this energy from this crowd from this venue over to the other one yeah you're gonna get booed you're gonna get rocked oh yeah 100 like, percent. you know and, and that's the thing about the, like you gotta have tough skin to be a dj to be able to yeah. deal with the criticism to, yeah. there's always i mean oh, even yeah. even people as established as you yeah. like every night you're gonna get someone yeah. that doesn't like you and oh, says yeah, you're trash, you know what I mean? it's always happened yeah. you know like there's always that one dude that one that comes to the club thinking that he's gonna hear this particular type of music mm-hmm. and 
mm. and it doesn't hear it, mm. and it just you know, it's just me mugging you the entire <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's just it just happens, especially but at a place like Tunnel where it's so small. That yeah, like they can, you can really like feel them. You can at just you. they can c- come up to the booth. You <laughs> yeah, know, like yeah, like yeah. it's crazy, but yeah, you gotta have thick skin and you gotta know your your the environment that you're mm. that you're DJing. Yeah. You know, and you gotta know, know your crowd. You know, and that comes with time. Yeah, honestly, you gotta to be able to read a crowd. That comes with time. Imagine doing that at our wedding. Yeah, weddings are fucking you know, hard, man. I've know, only done a few. <laughs> like, and they're hard. They're man. hard. And, and it's and hard work. It is. At the end of the day, it's hard work. Um, but you gotta know how to read the room. Mm-hmm. You gotta know how to read the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. that that's that's. That comes with time. That comes with experience. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I've i only done like five or six weddings. One of them was a Dominican yeah. wedding. So. Oh, they're going to come, dude. Like, the the more that people see you out, <laughs> they're going to be like, I want this DJ at my wedding. Yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like, well, the thing is, I love a challenge. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the, the, the more reps I can get, the more uh, people I can be in front of, it's great. But the thing is, with something like that, so with this Dominican wedding, they're already, <laughs> I feel like most Dominicans <laughs> already, they know what they want. Yeah. So don't, like, get out of that. Yeah. Um, and then the thing about it is, so you have the little kids running around. You have you have <laughs> the bride and groom and their friends and what right. they want. Yeah. But then you have the tia that just came off the plane from Santo Domingo that doesn't know what's new. She just knows what she knows. Yeah. And that's what she wants. She wants the deep cut. If you're from there, you're from there, you know. So when she's yelling at me. Like you, you gotta, gotta play, you gotta play this, you gotta play this, like, and that's that you gotta know when to drop that. Yeah, although how all to present those, it, how do you how balance to, yeah, the old, exactly. the new, gotta, the, the new school, the what, the yeah. classics, like, yeah. and it was one of those things where I was like, wow, I was like, wow, like, I mean, it was stressful, but like yeah. being like, damn, like this is the biggest test. Yeah, like, and and, and I love gigs that I was like, wow, this was a test. Yeah, you know? what are some of those gigs that over your career, like, do you, do you still get new moments where you're like, oh shit, like. I'm still being tested. I'd say weddings, dude. Mm-hmm. Weddings are, are definitely mm-hmm. challenging up to this date because you're dealing with so many um, personalities, you know, um, that you got to know how to read that and how to give them what they want because they're hiring you yeah, to be the the life of the party or the par- to provide the party, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's a one-time thing. There is no do-over. There's no, hey, right. come back next week. Right. You know, Absolutely. I'll be better. You know, it'll be better. You That's know, so like true. It's, so true. It's uh, uh, Weddings to me are, are, are pain in the ass, but, but it's a good challenge, much like yeah. you, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say those are those are those are the the biggest the biggest challenge. I was given. I was ta- I was um, I'm talking to this um, this guy um, Todd Powers. He's um, he's big in the uh, the wedding game mm-hmm. in Connecticut. He has his own you know pr- wedding production DJ yeah. business, and um, I've been talking to him a lot. Um, and he he presented me this stat. I'm gonna butcher it, but it's like eighty percent of um, like like uh, couples. After the wedding is over, wish they put more money into the entertainment. Really? Like after the fact. Oh, it was some stat. It was some wow. stat like that. And I was like, oh, I don't doubt it. You well, know, my price just went up. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. But, and it's one of those things where, like, and, and, and I've had these conversations in the few weddings that I've done where they're like, oh, it's a lot of money, and I'm like, yeah. you know, because because the way I priced it was, yeah. you know, if it's a Friday or Saturday night, I, the 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 cost and the opportunity cost of taking me away from a potential club mm-hmm. that I would be doing, travel, equipment, uh, time, 
and, and I was, and I'm just, mm-hmm. just cause I mean, it can be cause I'm cheaper or whatever, but I always went solo, set everything up myself, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, so I priced it a certain way and they were like, Oh, that's way too much. But then I'm like, yo, you don't understand how, and this is the, the DJ hyping up themselves kind of thing, how valuable it is. So when he showed me that stat, I was like, I'm glad that that stat exists. Well, you know what? As a DJ, you got to know that there is a, a business behind mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not just, it's not just a, um, it's not just a hobby. Right. You know, if you're going to succeed and try to be successful, there's a, there's a business behind it. Thousand and you got to know your worth. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to weddings, you got to know your worth because you got to let them know why it is that you're charging that much. You know, in some venues as well. Yeah. You know, you got to you gotta know what you're bringing to the table, you know, to the venue. You know, why should they book you? You know, why, why you know, what does your brand represent? You right. Know? Did you build your brand and do you have a brand that attracts people? You know, so there is always a business behind it that people, that DJs don't really get to think about as their career progresses, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There's that's that's something that that we we as DJs we suck at that man we suck so focus at on the music not enough yeah on I mean like that's sometimes. part of it you yeah. know what I mean like even even downloading music how how many how many hours do you spend downloading music I mean I'm kind of wild like you know uh, a week five to eight yeah maybe yeah yeah say about ten hours yeah I'm about yeah the same. You know, pe- I mean, it's it's weird now. Like I'm thinking now because like I've obviously cut it a ton yeah, now. Yeah, I have to. But like, yeah. if I have like a four week, four gig weekend coming up, I'm yeah. putting a, like especially if they're all super different. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's part of your time. It's the prep. Yeah. You know, that's part of you know what you you bring to the table. Yeah. And you right. Gotta, and yeah. you gotta know. And you, you have know, to you incorporate gotta, that yeah. into the into the price sometimes. Yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. dude. Like, like 100 percent, man. 100 mm. percent. Don't don't. You know, don't be cheap. Right. You know, but, you know, also know your audience. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I want $5,000 at a wedding. That ain't going to give you $5,000. Right, right, you right. You know, right. just, you know, know know what you're playing with. Right. You know, even including the venues as well, you know. I have a couple of questions just yeah. kind of coming out of this yeah. this conversation here. One, um, so I'm going to ask them both mm-hmm. because I know the, the tangents are crazy. So one is, can you think um, in your career – um, moments, whether it be through a promoter or a venue, like you mentioned, that they were trying to cheap you out, yeah. and and where they felt that you know you you think that your brand and your time is worth this, and they were saying that, just kind of talking that, about that, because I've said I've put down some of my stories already on, yeah. on on this podcast. I would love to hear another DJ's experience, and then two, speaking about uh, a DJ who's developed their brand and knows their worth and everything like that, and then you have other DJs undercutting that and yeah. kind of. Uh-huh. Messing up the market a little bit. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about that as well. So yeah. uh, we can start with just, you know, in the past, maybe promoters or venues, maybe being like, no, you only pay you this, even though you feel you're worth that. Can, can well, that's always going to happen, man. Mm-hmm. You know, um, someone's always trying to get a piece of the pie. Unfortunately, um, you got to know when to stand your ground, your, your ground, you know, just stand your ground. This is, you know, just under make them understand why it is that you are worth the money that you say you were worth, you know, um, you know, part of that goes into what we just talked about as well. Um, of course that's happened to me a, a ton of times as well. And, and 
unfortunately, it, it also happens because there's always that one DJ that's trying to get in the game yeah, and so it's trying and it's undercutting and messing up, you know, so it's, so, yeah. so it goes hand to hand, yeah, you know, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, I think that we've all been there as well mm-hmm. because we don't know. We, at one point in our career, we didn't know what our worth was. So if somebody, if someone offered us certain amount of money, we just took it. Right. You absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, take a step back and just realize that what you're doing is going to help you build. And what you're doing is helping helping to build your brand and then and, and, and helping to figure out how much money you should be charging. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's definitely happened to me, man. And, and you know, unfortunately, there's times when you just got to walk away. Huh? It's just not worth it. And, you know, maybe we'll... Uh, you know, cross paths at a, at a different time. Yeah. You know, uh, that's, that's just it. I mean, that, you know, and sometimes they, they come back. <laughs> sometimes they yeah. don't, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. it just, it just happens like that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, but I think there's a privilege in being in the position where you can. Yeah. But then, then, then I guess that person doesn't know the market either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so you got to educate that person as to what the market is calling for. Mm. You know, what if he goes to another DJ with the same amount and then loses another DJ? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I mean, what's happened to me is and, and to you, I'm sure a million times. And, and, and for those who aren't DJs or they're still saying trying to what we're talking about is like. So for me specifically, uh, a, a promoter might come up to me and be like, mm-hmm. OK, want you for this event. This is what the event's looking like, yeah. um, you know. This is what I can give you. Right. And I'll be like, oh, man, come on. It's way too low. Yeah. You know what yeah. I bring. You yeah. know, I, I definitely hit a point, um, sadly, super early before COVID, like, um, or s- super close to COVID happening that I was really on my, like, standing my ground. This is what, mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And it, and I fin- it took, t- took time for me to yeah. understand that. Um, and then they'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to check in with some other DJs and see who who will bite like basically who will bite at that <laughs> price and and I'm and I'm like listen you can do that yeah but but you're not gonna get me well it's that but the thing, is, the thing is it's that yeah and and the confidence I have in myself with that but I just know that there's a reason you called me first yeah, yeah. see what I'm saying yeah and and there was uh an instance where I did that and and the person was actually uh worked with you know they were like you know what like you're right and they did it and they had they gave me an opener opener uh and me being me, like I like to be as professional as possible. I'm th- even if I, there's an opener and I can be there early, I'm yeah. still there on time. Yeah. Just having a drink, listening to everyone, watching the thing grow, and by like like eleven, the 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 promoter came up to me and goes, "Yo, can you go on earlier?" Like I don't <laughs> like this this thing, wow. and I say, "This is why I'm worth this because you were literally coming up to me to yeah. ask me to go on earlier." Yeah, I hope you understand what's happening here. Yeah. and then I go on, crush it. Everyone, did you whatever. say that? Yes, I said that. Yeah. And then at the end, <laughs> and then at the end, this dude was like. Um, hey, blah, 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 like trying to give me a run. And I'm like, yo, no, no, nah, no, no. I'm like, bro. you saw what, like the, the night crashing and burning right before your eyes. You saw it when the opener wasn't hold, like when people were yeah. complaining, everyone yeah. was sitting down, no one was fucking with it. I brought it home. Everyone had an amazing night. Everyone stayed. Yeah. And you made like, you, you know what time it is, bro. Like, so I hope we all had a learning experience tonight. Yeah. So the next time you call me. You, you know, know, what time you know it what it is. is. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I've also experienced where they're like, 
oh yeah, never mind. Like I'll be like, hey, like, are we still doing business or no? Oh no, I got someone else who took who took the cheaper route. Oh, you know, good luck to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, not and not to say anything bad about other DJs. I'm sure they they crush it too. But bro, like at the end of the day, it's a business, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's a business. You're not doing. Uh, why are you doing this? You know, are you doing it for the for the money? Or are you doing it to 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 get ahead and 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 you know to make this a career? Mm-hmm. Or are you doing it just for fun? You know, right. if you're doing it just for fun, then yeah, you're gonna take whatever. Yeah, you know, and and you know, um, I don't want to knock on other DJs, but at least know your worth. Yeah, you know. How do you think the the market's gonna look coming back? So let's say well, we were just talking before. Yeah. Uh, the recording that you know Pfizer is dropping a potential yeah, vaccine yeah. company, so the vaccine is on the horizon. Yes, I think it's going to be a whole, I'd say, year of like testing people, wanting to wait for to see if like you grow an extra leg if you take <laughs> them. You know what I mean? Zombies, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah like, like walking around. Like I, we'll see. Yeah, I think people what are going to really want to <laughs> wait. You know what I mean? So let's just say, vaccine drops tomorrow. Everyone mm-hmm. takes it the next day, and by the third day, the world is 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 um. Done with COVID, right? The world is not the same, though. It's so, not the same as before. So so how do you think... So what do you think that picture looks like? And then just talking about whether it be rates or the market, um, how many DJs have quote-unquote survived, how many venues survived. Yeah. What do you think the state of nightlife looks at that point? The, the rates are going to go down. That's, just stay that's, down? They're going to stay down for a little while. All these places that are closed or that are open right now, but are they're not making, making yeah. the same amount of money that they were prior to COVID. So in, in a way you can't really expect them to, to, to pay you the same amount of money. You know what I mean? Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess you got to adapt, you know, and even though, you know, I guess that kind of backtracks what I said, you know, stand your ground and know what you're worth. That's what I was going to say. Like, but, like, is there, is, but does it, are we able to stand our ground at that point? Because I mean, yeah, like what you're saying, it's all relative. It's yeah. all adjusting. I mean, well, don't don't drop your rates to the point where it's not even worth your time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why would you? Yeah, because you're still doing the same amount of work that you were doing before. Right. You know, don't don't you know don't bring your rates that low. You know, work with the venues that you were working with, mm-hmm. but understand that you're still doing the same amount of work that you were doing before right. COVID. Right. You know? And, you know, COVID's going to be around for a while. I'm pretty sure. You know, even if, even when, you know, the vaccine's around and people are, and what if, you know, there's people that don't take it. Oh, there's going to be plenty of people. Though. Yeah. Well, I was just talking to, to Ado, the producer, and yeah. Phil, our editor and recorder over here. And we're just like, yeah, are you if, if it drops tomorrow, are you taking it? You know what I mean? Phil said yes. <laughs> Phil said yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ada was like, "No, I I wouldn't. I would want to yeah. wait. You know, a couple people take it, um, see what happens. Um, it's but like that's what that's the funny thing is like everyone's like, oh no, we need a vaccine. I can't wait for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a vaccine. And then once it drops, like I I, I think a, a strong percentage of people aren't going to take it. Yeah. What about you? Are you going to take it? Not for, when it first drops. No. No. Um. I mean. I've been lucky enough to be good. Yeah. Um, survive, you know, I'm surviving. I, I've been healthy, um, but you know, it's 
knowing that it's still going to be a long time before. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, I take it and then night, it, night, night life opens. It, you know it I mean? won't be. It won't be for us, though. You know, when when the vaccine comes out, mm-hmm. you know, the pe- the people that are going to take it are the first responders. Yeah, the healthcare workers you know, and everything the, like that. Then, you know, you, you, you got to take care of the older folks. Mm-hmm. So you got to make sure that they take the, the vaccine and then, you know, the general population. Yep. So it's gonna be a while until we actually see something. Right? Right, right, you know, right. we're not in we're not in Florida. You know, we're not in uh, in Texas where where these dudes. You know, these people are opening up. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, it's fucking crazy. It is. It is. It really is. <laughs> it, kind of, it makes me mad, but it's we're not in the same location, man. We can't expect the same thing. It's dude. it's it's weird because seeing Boston and mm-hmm. and like as a as a red state again, like yeah. um, in terms of just uh. You know, it's biking and everything yeah. like that. And I'm like, yo, but we're not, we're, when you think about it, we're not doing half of what Atlanta's doing. No. You know what I mean? And that's what kind of annoys me. Yeah. You know, even despite us, like, Atlanta's living literally as if there's not a pandemic going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. And we're equal to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's just, it's it's all just a mess. I mean, no one can really understand it. No one can really wrap their minds around COVID. Nah, man. And, and it's, it's, you know, I, I, I'm not fighting the train, dude. You mm-hmm. know? I can't fight it. I can't be mad at it. You mm. know, I'm not in control of what's going on, so I'm just going along with it, man. Yeah. And just, you know, y- occupying my time to find something else to do with my life. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you know, while yeah. while I'm still, you know, focusing on on making sure that my DJ career stays alive. You know yeah. I mean? and, Cause, and 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 we all are. And what we found, whether it be through our Facebook friends and their statuses, or just what we're hearing through um, maybe closer DJ friends, is that there's some DJs that kind of put all their eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. I'm a DJ. I'm a great DJ. I make all this money from DJing. I do the <laughs> weddings. I do the college parties. I do the yeah. clubs. I DJ for God a couple of times. Like, everything, yeah. every, like, I'm great. Yeah. And then an unexpected pandemic happens, yeah. right, and knocks everything out. How can, you know, whether it be moving forward or maybe adjusting now <laughs> into a time where we have more time to be able to do more, how can DJs or even just entrepreneurs or even just people maybe – not put their egg, all their eggs in one basket Bro, and, and we, be able to do other things. We suck at finances. Mm-hmm. You know, we suck at finances, mm-hmm. you know, because that money used to come every single week. Yeah. Fast you know? money, bro. It was fast oh, money. Oh, I'm going to cry. You know, it was, uh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> it was, yo, yo. And, and cause, cause I mean, cause you work a day job as well. Yeah. I, I, I got a day job. I got a career yeah. outside of DJing. Yeah. And I've always had a career. Mm-hmm. Like Super Duke has a career, yeah, in the same same business that I'm in. Okay, word. You know what I mean? Like a lot of my friends have careers, yeah, and I guess that's why we 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 you know we we are where we are right now. Um, and I'm not, in a, you know, I wanna I don't wanna brag. I'm not gonna say I'm in a great financial you know situation, but I'm okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's but it's interesting to hear because from someone who's had such a I think successful career, a long career, been able to maintain a long career. I feel like you're one of the first people that can be like, oh, yeah, I can just drop my shit because I have proven that I can DJ for 25 years straight and do well and rock out, be relevant, make the money. And yet you're still here sitting, you know, being like, <laughs> we need to look at our money. We need to maintain because, a, a, a yeah. other other like, a bro, we suck at it. Yeah. You know, every single week we used to make money. We never really thought about how much money we got to save mm-hmm. from those, you know, from that money that we made. I'm not going to put out how much people made, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. 
you know, you don't know who's listening to this <laughs> podcast. Um, you know, <laughs> but you know, you, you need to understand that you need to diversify yourself. Absolutely. Diver- diversify your your um your portfolio. Absolutely. You know, um, I took on I took on day trading while you know, during the pandemic. You know, uh, swing trading actually, which is a form of trading. Um, I. You know, I'm I'm in real estate, you know, like st- stuff like that. Like, you know, y- you got to keep educating yourself and you got to know how money works because, you know, money, you know, compounding interest makes money. Right. You know, so you got to you got to know that, m- you know, having money and you having a way to for that money to make more money for you is what you should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Aside mm-hmm. from the fact that you're DJing. You know, you got to understand that your, your, your brand is a, is a business at the end of the day. Right. You know, absolutely. so you have to put money into the business mm-hmm. and you have to put money aside. And that's what a lot of us just haven't been doing. Right. Or we're not doing, mm-hmm. you know, I was one of the lucky ones who understood what money was. At what point in your life or in career did that realization Bro, happen? Bro, I've always saved money. From from DJing, I have always at least a hundred dollars, you know, from each each gig. I've always saved money, mm-hmm. and that's allowed me to have what I have now. That's right. allowed me to invest in the in businesses that I have now, you know, because because of that. And I don't know why it's it was instilled upon me that I needed to save money. I just I've, I guess I've always been a frugal guy that just mm-hmm. wants to you know save money and and you know. And, you gotta understand that when you go buy a house, they're gonna look at your credit, man. Right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're gonna look at how much money you have in the bank as reserves to buy that house. Mm-hmm. You can't just be like, "Well, I have money next week." That's not how it works, man. I got three club gigs <laughs> next week. Yeah. I got a concert. I got a concert party. Trust me, I'm good. Those gigs are not around anymore. Yeah. You know. So you now it's a time for you to think about when those gigs do come back, what are you going to do with that money? How are you going to be able to save part of that money to make sure that it's invested well? Mm-hmm. You know, real estate is a great thing, you know, um, and it doesn't have to be real estate here. Right. You know, like I don't invest my my my, yeah. uh, my properties are not in, in Massachusetts. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, men- you mentioned that last episode. Where yeah. You went more like Midwest, right? Yeah, Midwest. Yeah, yeah. So they're not here, dude. Right, and right. Because they're just too expensive. Too expensive, here. too damn expensive. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's some, I mean, it's right, the best yeah. investments are in real estate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And that's, but that's, understand that that's long term money. Mm-hmm. That's not going to, unless you flip the house and then you, you know, there's, that's like, there's different types of, of real estate. That's front end money that's like right there that right. you get that most of us don't yeah. have. <laughs> yeah. But that's different types of type of uh, real estate. You know, you, mm-hmm. you can do flips, you can do rehabs, right. you can do, you know, long term, you know, you're going to rentals, you know, like right. I'm doing rentals, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. I'm worried about my, you know, I'm thinking about my future. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm, I picked up day trading and, you know, swing trading. I taught myself how to do it because I wanted to think about my future. Absolutely. You know? And I think this is great to hear, you know, obviously you being the first 
DJ guests that we have here. We're going to, you know, we're, and we already talked about, and we're going to talk about the music yeah. and, the, and the nights and stuff, but it's so important. And I'm glad <laughs> that I have you here talking about this stuff. Cause especially guys, my age, the newer DJs, you know, like you're saying, it was such fast money. It is. And, and, you yo, know, hundred percent. Even for me, I was like, yo, like, <laughs> oh, one of you, what, we're going to spend two, three hundred dollars on a, at a, on a Sunday at a brunch. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Right, right. I got it. And it's and it's, but it's. A, I think a lot of just people in general actually need to hear about need to hear this uh, in uh, being more educated in, in finances. Yeah, and bro. Like, ways to and that's uh, unfortunately they don't teach that in school. You some know, shit, right? Unless you go to unless you go to college. You know, mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess mm-hmm. I, when I went to Northeastern, that's where I started figuring out how mo- how money works. Mm-hmm. You know. I think a lot of people will benefit from everything that you're saying. Do you have maybe, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but maybe no, right. some um, some resources that people can check out maybe if they want to learn more about like swing trading or about real estate in general. <laughs> Yo, everything I've learned, I've learned from YouTube. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube. YouTube University, let's YouTube. go. <laughs> YouTube University is the fucking Yo, shit. Yo, 100%. And, and once you get into, once you start watching one video, you know, YouTube stars recommending yeah, some other shit hole, and you're like, yeah. You go down the rabbit hole, man, a hundred percent. Um, but I've, I honestly, I honestly started just, just looking up day trading in YouTube, right, right. you know, swing trading. And, just on and a random day, and yep. then here you are. Like, I mean, bro, like there was a we, we've had a lot of time. A lot of time, so, yeah, that's yo, true. we've had we a lot what, of time in our what, hands. Like eight months eight now. Eight months in. Yeah. Yeah, in the beginning, it's a whole you know, pregnancy, we're almost there. Like Jesus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> How many of you are all out there? Eight months pregnant. I want to know that. <laughs> full, full COVID baby. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um. I wonder. Weird tangent. I wonder if it's gonna be like, like you know, there's like baby boomers. Yeah. I wonder if it's gonna be a COVID dip, boomers? like a di- like Co- a dip in births or a or a spike in in births Ooh. during this time. Yeah. Like are we're, people we're just eight like, months in? We'll find out yeah. next month. Yeah, are people just like bugging, or is, are people not being able to see each other? I mean, you know, this—I don't know. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, it's crazy how all of this is going to be know. in the textbook in twenty years, and everyone's just analyzing all this random shit about everything. COVID, COVID either made relationships or broke them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 funny because I, I was just talking to like Ado and um. And our, and our boy who, who's here as well. Um, that <laughs> we're saying that, like, a lot of people, you know, are looking for, like, Quarren Bay, you know, girl, <laughs> girl, girl to quarantine with and stuff like that. But it's funny how how are these people going to act once everything opens up again? Oh, my God. I just lost two I, years of dog, of whatever. I, bro, I, the, the dogs are out, baby. Like, listen, you, you've, <laughs> you, you saw what happened in Miami, right? Uh, so Miami, Miami let them let the guard down. Basically, they 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 dropped know, the ball. They dro- you know, I, th- I don't know if they dropped the ball, but they just said, you know, we're gonna allow things to open up, like fully, fully, yeah, hundred percent capacity, yeah. Like two days later, that it was shut down again. It was like shut down again. You know, like because people people are gonna wild out. Yeah, people are gonna wild out. People are just gonna go out of their way just to just. People have been cooped up at the house, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. You know, up. even for myself, I'm I've been cooped up in in the house like, mm-hmm. you know, since the beginning. And you know, I even though I do events here and there, and I've done weddings and I do brunches and stuff. You do brunches as well. Mm-hmm. It still ain't the same. Nope. It ain't the same. Nope. It's not the same feeling. They can't get up. You know. No, they can't. They it's can't not the same feeling, bro. That's yeah, not at all. You know, so it's. it's I mean, I, I like it in some ways because, 
you know, you can play a little bit different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. So we can get funky, and that's yeah. fun, but, yeah. I mean, How many times are you going to get funky, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, come on, I want to turn up right now. You yeah, know, like. it always leads to, to something else, but then you're like, wait, got to bring it back down, because now yeah. we're getting a little too lit, even yeah. though, like, it's the warm-up. There's no bottle mean? service no going bottle around, service. you know, like, you yeah. know, there's no bottle girls in the club. Like, it's just that energy. But I miss is, that. I miss it, but it, I'm happy to see, like, <laughs> I think it's forcing DJs to push the envelope to yeah, really, yeah, you know, rely on the skills you and gotta, in the library. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, um, it's yeah, exactly. Because I do definitely exactly. do see a pattern of even in a limited capacity, limited venues that there's still DJs that are getting consistently booked for mm-hmm. a reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's definitely not because they bring their biggest guest list anymore. It's definitely not because they can. Um, you know, they have the best poses with the CO2 yeah. anymore. You know, it's because, <laughs> yeah, for real. you know what I mean? It's because they, <laughs> can, they can set a vibe. Yeah. They can maintain yeah. a vibe. It's about, so. it's about the vibe now. It's mm-hmm. back to the music again. Back you know? to the music, man. You know, it's back to, <laughs> back to you being a good DJ. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, and you've, um, you know, what's, what's interesting about you specifically, that's something I have very, very little experience in is, um, radio. Yeah. Where it's, a, that's another place where it's all audio. Yeah, you know it's yep. it's really people just listening to you, yeah. your your song selection, your your beat matching, um, because you were spinning live, right? I was spinning live. So if you fuck like, live. did you fuck up live ever? I'm sure you did. But. Um, you know, I, I didn't fuck up to the point where I got called by the yeah, yeah, by yeah. the p, you know, by by the PD. Yeah, yeah. You know, I you know there were a couple of times here and there where I made a couple mistakes. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I might have played the song in the wrong <laughs> right, you right, know, right in the wrong um. Um, um, not format, but you know, in yeah. the wrong order. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. And you know, because there's there's structure to to D, to DJing and radio. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, and that's what people don't understand. People people are like, oh, the DJ sounds the same. They're playing the same shit every single mm-hmm. day. They're playing the same mm-hmm. shit every single, you know, hour. Right. Well, unfortunately, there's a business behind de- behind yep. being in radio. Yeah. You know, yep. radio is a business. Yep. You know, and and for those, um, I, I said this in the beginning, but he was on 103.3 Amp Radio, yeah. which is which at the time hugely popular. Yeah. Um, how would you describe? Like, I don't want to say I don't want to describe it. It was pop music. It was pop. Um, yeah, it was pop. I would say yeah. it was pop. You know, uh, yeah, we did play hip hop. Yeah, we yeah. did play hip hop too. Yep. But we were allowed to play, at least when we were on, we were allowed to play other remixes. Remixes, yeah. of those songs. And that's what I fucked with, like, because because <laughs> the, the DJs you got, so it was U Tone and. Heck, right? Yeah, Am I heck, missing anyone? Yep. Was it just JD, JD was on there as well. So um, when I when I listened to you guys, um, I love that there was like dope, like that was that was cool because yeah. because yeah, I mean, you know, I'll be honest, I felt, I was like, okay, I, I can kind of predict what's gonna be played, mm-hmm. but at least if there's a cool remix and it's yeah. and it's being done a certain way, you know, I'm hearing Tone fucking cut the shit up. And yeah, like, yeah, he's you know, a beast. Yeah, and and <laughs> hearing like the unique remixes that I've never yeah. heard, so I'm like, oh, okay, so there is a still. A Shazam fact, like where I'm literally Shazam yeah, and being like, yeah. so like, because that's what I want, and I think, because that's kind of what I grew up on, like, listening to radio to hear some shit you never heard of yeah, before, exactly, and and I think it's definitely moved away from that where it's, um, now you listen to the radio to hear what you have heard before, and that's kind of the point. Now you listen to the radio to see what, to see what's hot. Mm. You know, and to see what you can play at a at a private event per se, right? You know what I mean? Because that's that's because those people are gonna be listening to the radio for yeah, the most yeah, part, yeah. right? And there and then that playlist is based off of Spotify, mm-hmm. off of TikTok, mm-hmm. off of you know Instagram. Like it's based off of the the playlist from the radio is based off of what's hot out there, 
you know. So someone is there's always someone making a a, a wave uh, when it comes to music, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and TikTok has TikTok has always been and uh, it was it's always been big, mm-hmm. you know, especially for amp because that's you know we found a lot big of the fan base, uh, yeah, uh, fan base, yeah, of the of the radio, yeah. right. Yeah, like we 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 always found new stuff based on what was hot on TikTok, yeah. you know, what was hot on on Spotify, yeah, which is good. I mean, yeah. you're you're looking at the right places right. for for the music. Um, I know that last time when we did the original recording of this, mm-hmm. you you described, um, you know, if okay, so if you're going in to do your live set, yep. and the music in which you can choose from, can you explain kind of what you're presented and yeah, kind so of how you're, that process you're, goes? You're, you're given a list of songs that you have to play based on, on uh, what they're called powers and subpowers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and about how long are those lists? Um, depends on, on your hour. You know, it, it could be two-hour long set. So, you, so you're going to have a list of uh, powers that don't, that you're not going to hear back-to-back mm. as far as, like, you know, hours, you know, so you're not going to hear a Post Malone in this hour and then hear another Post Malone in another hour. You're going to hear another uh, another power. You So you may hear Post Malone this hour. You may hear um, uh, who else is, is like Lizzo or something Lizzo on yeah. another hour. You know what I mean? Um, another part of the hour. So there's, you know, there's four uh, four power songs and there were also um, sub powers and then and, 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 and recurrence as well, which okay. is. You know, which were you know, songs that were hot at one point, right, 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 right. You know, which are which are s- people still understand and know and remember what they are. So you go in, you're you're given a list of songs that you have to hit, and between those, you have to fill in. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, what percentage is like just what you want to play? Would you say, like, so let's say hour long set, and an hour long set. Well. Honestly, it's it's I would say about twenty five percent. Okay. Yeah. And do you have to play the songs in full, especially the powers? The have powers you have to pay. Entirety? You have to play a lot. Yeah, you have to play. I think it's at least a minute and a half. Oh, okay. Of the song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that it can be picked up as as you haven't played the as song. A play. Ah. You know. So because that's how that. the artist gets gets their gets money. The credit, ah. You know. I'm understanding. You know, there's a there's a business behind it. Right, right. The artist wants to make money. You know, the radio's playing the song. Right. So, so there's about a minute and a half you have to play of the the power and and you know they want you to play those longer, obviously because it's it's the hot song of the moment. Mm -hmm. Hot, you know, they are the hot songs of the moment Mm -hmm. that you're gonna hear every single hour. Right. (coughs) Um, and um, and 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 and. Part of the part of the list, part of the songs that I played, were also part of the uh, of the list that I was given. You know, so I right. can I can never really like support my my homeboy. You yeah, know, that uh, yeah. you know who's got a track out right now that I, that's hot. Unfortunately, you know, because it's always it it was based on what I was given. Right. You know. And so so yeah, a couple couple questions here. So I mean, I think of like um, I don't know if you've ever heard like so you know Big Sean. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like his whole come up story was like he wor- he interned at a radio station to get his song played kind of thing. Kanye was a guest at the station. He rapped for him kind of thing. I feel like a story like that can't yeah. really happen anymore. Yeah. In kind of just you know the fact that a lot of um, big I guess like medium to big market radio stations have commercialized and everything like that. You know, 
if you have homie who you actually really believe in and you think can be a huge star, it's really would you say is nearly impossible and say a boss. You gotta get it approved. To you gotta get it approved by by, you know, we all have a boss. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, mm. you know, and and that at that location, Tone was my boss, right? You know, and Tone had a boss, right? And his boss had a boss. So <laughs> right, you have right. to you have to run it up the chain and just make sure that you're able to, you know, get it approved. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. th- there were a couple of instances where we were like, oh, you know, I feel like this song may may be good. You know, can I play it? You know, and and based on the feedback, you know, and based on on whether Tone thought that it was a good song or that it fit the radio station, then yeah, he would have approved it or he would have denied it. Mm. But you still got to go through a process. You yeah. can't just, you know, you, you can't just be nah. throwing tracks. Nah, man. I, um, unfortunately, you know, yeah. as much as, and I got hit up a lot. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm like, sure. Once you, once like, you find, find out you're at the, on the radio, like, you know, like how can I get the song on the radio? I'm like, ah, you gotta go through the record label, man. Like, that's just how it is. It's just, Unfortunately, we're we're you know radio is a business and the record labels are involved and and you know you you gotta go through them. If if a big like I'm just talking hypotheticals now mm-hmm. like so if let's say a Boston artist blows yeah. up huge big time in Boston they're independent artists but it is like like at the, you know normal times every club is playing it yeah. everyone's requesting it I'm sure that's a, a an that that may be a way for the song to be yeah, picked up where it's like yo yeah. this is the, yeah. the song in Boston yeah. kind of thing yeah. That may be a song for 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 the radio to pick up, okay. You know, based on how much hype it's gotten, mm-hmm. you know, not just on not just locally, but like if you have other stations playing it, or if you're you know hot on on in Spotify, you're gonna you're gonna get played. You may you may have a better chance of getting played. Right, absolutely. You know? I um, you it's know, about I, hype. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I um, and I mentioned this in, in our last recording, but um, like I have um, Malcolm Xavier, yep. DJ. I think he's. PD at his station. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I know he's up there. Yeah. Um, in so um, everyone check out Malcolm Xavier. Um, he's a big DJ in, yeah. in DC. Um, and I played with him a few times. He's brought me down. I brought him up here. Um, but from what I can, from talking to him, I don't know. Like I don't. Obviously, I'm not in the radio world mm-hmm. too much. But you know, it, at least down there, um, he's able to break records, yeah. especially local records, yeah. and. Um, for example, um, crew by gold link, who's a DC guy. Um, I'm pretty sure Malcolm has a plaque, like one right. of the platinum plaques, plaques because he broke that record apparently. Yeah. Um, you know, New York does that. It's yeah. New York, I mean, yeah. I mean, New you York know? is New York. Yeah. New York I mean, is New York. Of course. Um, but, um, I think, it, do you think as someone who's been in it and sees other places like New York, like DC, seeing these examples, do you think the way that even these, um, corporate, uh, businesses are approaching radio. Do you think it's correct? Do you think it's the way it should be? Do you think what do you think could change? What do you think could be better? I mean, yeah, supporting your local artists is definitely important. And Jamin used to do that too. You know? Yeah, Jamin used to used to uh, the launch pad. Uh, you know, the launch pad <laughs> on Sundays. You know, like like they Dude, used to do it. Uh, when I was a kid, yeah, when I was a kid, Jamin was he was so sick. Like yeah. the. Uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, and it's crazy, you know. Um, Pop is nice guy, yeah, super nice guy. I've met him every yeah. time I've met him, nice guy. And it's crazy because another guy who was when I was little, oh my god, like I hear this doing the radio, and then again, to me, I played with him, yeah. Um, and and uh, and it's not like it's his fault. Like he, they commercialized his. Yo, as a full Pop station. has a boss. You know what I mean? Yeah, Pop you know? has a boss. Like so, 
it's not his fault, but <laughs> but it's 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 crazy because like again, being the outside looking in, yeah. seeing how it used to be. I mean, you more so, you know, having an, a longer career than I have. Like it just uh, like I know people got to make their money. I know people have their bosses, but it's like radio is just such a huge platform, as you know. Yeah. For shit to really pop off, you know, supporting. But not anymore, artists. though. I mean, like radio used to be bigger, you know, before mm. TikTok got around, before streaming, spot, you know, streaming got yeah. around, before SoundCloud was around. Like, mm. you know, those are platforms that artists should be using, utilizing yeah. more uh, to to get themselves. themselves out there. Yeah, you know, that's how you, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to be on radio for a particular reason. You know, yeah. radio is not going to go away. It's one of those validation things. Yeah, look like, at look at this. Yeah, yeah. You know, this studio is um, paid for, paid paid for, built by iHeartRadio. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, trashing radio as an iHeartRadio logo <laughs> no, is we're not inches trashing. from my face. No, we're not. Yeah, not no, trashing. Educating, not trashing. educating the masses yeah. about yeah. it, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I still have you know a validation thing for my career is playing on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still of even. If I disagree with it or if I don't like how it's being run, and obviously it's not uh, once your fault or Tone's fault or Pup's, pup's fault. Once like you get in it, you got, you'll got you understand that yeah. there's a business behind it, that yeah. there's structure to it, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to do just what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to stick to a particular um, um, theme and, and based on the radio station that you're on. You know, like we were able to play pop and hip-hop, but you're not going to go to a jam and play hip- pop. Yeah. Right. As well, you know, you're going to stick to hip hop yeah, yeah, yeah. and R&B, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're not going to want to you're not going to be able to do what you want to do. Right. You know, and that's that's an unfortunately misconception about DJs and on the radio that we all sound the same or that we suck mm-hmm. or that we we're, we're going to go out to the club and play the same stuff that that's mm-hmm. on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's not 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 really true, man. Like, right. you know, like I I used to venture out of what I used to play on the radio, even though it helped me based on what I knew about music right there and then to bring that to the club as well, you know? So I knew what the power was. I knew what was hot, you know? So that helped me, you know? But it's, uh, unfortunately, we're, 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 we have to follow a sheet, you know? Yeah. You have to follow the guidelines. But you've had um, the the pri- the privilege, the opportunity to to play for other stations yeah. and other um, big shows. So uh, Sirius XM, you've yeah. been on with uh, Pitbull's Globalization, which um, I don't know. I don't know if it's an if you know, you know kind of thing, but like at least in the DJ community, like that's a pretty big deal. It is. Um, yeah. It's it's. Um, I mean, you can you could talk about this better. Um, how many listeners do they get? Like, you know what I mean? It's I mean, the, the worldwide. Yeah, dude, huge you know, station. Like especially Pitbull Station is yeah huge. Yeah, and it's Latin vibes, but, yeah. but pop, but hip hop, and like it's everything. Yeah, hot. it's like everything. literally it's yeah. It's such, like me personally, when I'm looking for sets to listen, yeah. other DJs to listen to, that's one of the go to places I go to yeah. to see like, what's hot, how they're doing it, the remixes, right. like, and it's consistently. Fire, like you know, it's it's I'll t- it's it's comparable to like like Diplo's Revolution. While while they like yeah, I love Diplo's Dip- Diplo's yeah. Dip- Revolution. Like it's, it's all these like very <laughs> <It's> like yo. <laughs> if you're looking, I think I just pulled my shit. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, if um like if you're looking for good quality yeah. DJs and 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 mixes, like those are places that I go exactly to first. exactly. And and when it comes to that as well, 
there's a there's some some structure to it as well. There's more more freedom for you to do whatever you want, use whatever versions you want. You know, all all of it has to be clean, obviously. But they also provide you with a list of songs that are you know the powers, right? Because they also want you to make sure that those powers are played because that's that's what has to be done, right? Satellite radio at the end of yeah, the day, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like you're still on the radio, mm-hmm. so you know. And and so for, I guess maybe younger DJs or DJs who haven't yeah. had the opportunity to play for a big platform like that, you know, I would love to hear you explain maybe your approach to that and even, maybe even what got you there, bro. It's all about who you know, at the end of the day. Oh, networking, <laughs> networking one on one. Right. You know, you gotta know the right people. You gotta you know rub the right you know right elbows. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, Latin Prince. I've known Latin Prince for a very long, for is a while. He, is he? He's not from here, is he? <coughs> no, he's not from here. He's from San Fran, actually. Oh, but he. I mean, but he. A lot of people he here was, know him. Like, so because of DJ City, he was he was stationed. Uh, he was not stationed, but he was he used to live in New York. Okay. So he used to run the northeast regional mm. area of New York mm. for DJ City. You know, right? And, and through, <coughs> excuse me, um, through. You know, through connections, you know, like I, I, I met him and, you know, got to know him. You know, he, he's a good friend of mine, you know. Um, um, Hectic got to know him as well. He got on he got on serious. Hectic yep. was on serious every single Sunday, you know. He's a, he, he, you know, he represents DJ City as well. Phil, if you slam that damn door again, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you. Last time you, I don't know if it picked up, but last time you walked out, you, sl- you slammed the fuck out of that door. So Latin Prince, Danny West, you know, mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. are people that are running serious. Right. You know, that are, that are in charge of, 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 you know, making sure that the vibes are set correctly every single week, mm-hmm. you know. And do you, I mean, not to say that like, or fake or anything like, but I mean, do you? It's hard not to approach, you know, if you have the opportunity to meet someone like Latin Prince, like to be like, oh yeah, I know if I'm cool with him, I could it could get me somewhere. Do you find that? You I know, there was there was nothing for me. There was no, I didn't expect anything from him to be honest. Yeah, you know, I've always known of him, right? So I've sure. always wanted to meet him, mm-hmm. you know. So I've always wanted to, you know figure out who this dude was yeah yeah you know what came after just came because because you know we're you know we have a friendship you know mm-hmm. like it's just but at the end of the day it's all about who you know yeah you know i got on radio because of you know help uh, i got help from heck and then and then also because of tone yeah. you know tone gave me the, the opportunity to get on radio mm-hmm. you know so um i've i got on on 96 um Power Power ninety six in Miami because of my boy Live It Up. Yep. You know, so like it's all about who mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and during my travels, I've gotten to meet all a lot of people. You know, so 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 you know, it's all about making sure that you 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 maintain those connections. Yeah. You know, and about it's all about networking. Yeah, you know, and right? and it's it's something that DJing is such an ego driven. It is kind of thing. Oh, it is. And I suffer from this real bad sometimes <laughs> where. You know, I'm a friendly guy, yeah. and, I, and I and I and I love people. I'm a very social guy, but I can find myself kind of um, like putting the blinds on the side of my head and like focusing too much on myself and um, not taking a full opportunity to mm. um, maybe listen to people mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And um, 
and especially during COVID, like I found a lot of reflection in myself um, with that. And so you kind of, I mean, we all know that networking gets you far, but I think you, those examples that you're given of just like, you know, maybe it's sometimes worth um, going out that extra night because you know someone's going to be like, like, Prince is going to be in the building. Like you should, you know, be a familiar face. Um, And um, I think that's just a general um, tip for young DJs or DJs trying to like make, um, bigger waves or anything like that, that it, it does require, you know, you putting yourself out there more and, and uh, shaking more hands and um, establishing more legitimate yeah. relationships. Yeah, you have to, man. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have to, and it's it's not going to hurt your career. Right. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. it's going gonna, it's gonna to help you expand your career. What if you want to go to Texas and you want to go DJ? And you know somebody in Texas. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. You know, like, what if you want to go to the other the other side of the country and you want to go DJ? You know, somebody in the other side of the country. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to expand. You know, expand your reach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just Boston, man. Like, Bo- yeah. there's more to 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 the United States than just Boston mm-hmm. and New York. You know, yeah. So we, you know, we tend to you know go back and forth, and we're like, oh, we want to DJ in New York. Okay, you know, it's a lot easier to DJ in New York if you know somebody there. So, what are some of the other? Um States, cities, markets that you've uh, played at notably? Um, Miami, Cali, um, New York, Chicago. I used to love Chicago, man. I feel like Chicago yeah. is so fire. Um, Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Midwest. Is, yeah, yeah, it was I crazy. Asked you, uh, last time, yeah. what the biggest party city was, and you said I would say sh- Minneapolis. Minneapolis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because they, they just, they, they, it, the venue wasn't, you know, it wasn't huge. It was big enough to, to mm-hmm. fit. It was a, you know, retractable roof as well. Like, it was, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was fire. fire. It's so fire. Yo, it was beautiful, man. And they just partied, yo. Mm-hmm. You know? I was there for like a night. I got, you know, I flew in, came back to Chicago the next day. Um, Chicago, too, man. They just, they just, you know, they just know how to, they just know how to party. They know how to vibe. Because, you know, Chicago's always been about music. Yeah, I was just going to say, know? and I know we talked about this the last uh, recording that, a place like Chicago, New York, LA, they have mm-hmm. music that is specific to them. Yeah. Cause you know, they're, they're producing yeah. the great like artists Kanye, and great yeah. music. Yeah. Kanye common. I mean, then yeah. in the name more, yeah. um, more recent, you know, you have the chief Keefs yeah. and you have the, the Dirks, like right. these dudes who were pioneering and, um, moving on that Chicago sound. Right. And even back in the day, Chicago house, right. You know I mean? They've always had something and, and that's something Boston struggles with a lot. Right. You know, being yeah. able to support their, local um, artists and being yeah. able to have their own sound. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine, like, um, like, like I, I can only imagine being, like, say, a Chicago DJ or just anyone from Chicago and you know that you have, like, five different artists yeah. that bang and that are, like, so if you drop any, like, that was, like, Malcolm in D.C. If they, anytime he played Goldlink and he played Crew, like, the play, like, I've seen videos of them, of him playing it and the place goes insane because that's their boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, we have a couple people, like, you know, the but Chicago's, I mean, um, DC's yeah. got go-go, you know, and it's always yeah. been, you know, like. Yeah, they, a, a so they've always had, yeah, that's true. You know, they they've always, always had, had their, something. Damn, that's you know? so true. So true. What does Boston have? Unfortunately, Dropkick we Murphy's, have. He, the, Aerosmith. The, yeah, why not? <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, perhaps that's something we don't acknowledge because and, uh, we're in the club and we don't play it. Well, well so that's why, like, you know, obviously uh, ship, Shipping Up to Boston is, like, the St. Patty's Day song mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, so I guess we have that moment where yeah. when it drops, everyone knows that it's yeah. the boss. So we have something. Yeah. I guess. It's just it's just it's not just the genres that we, yeah. that you and, and I it's very seasonal. go to. Yeah. Very seasonal. Yeah. yeah. So I get, 
We have it to an extent. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so shitty, we like, comparing ours to theirs. <laughs> like, we're so shitty. We can't say that Boston doesn't oh. have anything because it does, you know? Yeah. And God damn it. <laughs> the thing is, there are good artists, artists out there. Yeah. Um, it's just Boston has this. I mean, really, with anything, like, supporting um, But do these do these artists, when they leave or when they make it big, do they say, we're from Boston? <laughs> you know, I I think it's a double edged sword where it's like, or, or do they move out to L A. and say I'm repping L A. now? I th- I think it, I think it's a two way street double edged sword where it's yeah. like because Boston didn't support me now mm. that I made it why would I mm. you know what I mean? Because if you know if if I became some if I produce a song tomorrow and it went number one whatever whatever and no one in Boston supported me and I made it out to wherever like am I gonna be like oh yeah Boston like I think I this is me sitting here now being like I would. Um, I love being from Boston, but it's hard to show love to a place that never showed love to you kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. So so I guess in some instances, because I think uh, Joyner Lucas dealt with that a little bit. So he's from Worcester, tried to claim Boston during his come up. Now that he (laughs) made it, is like, fuck Boston. (laughs) Um, So I think he's a good example of that. Um, Stiz is another guy, but I don't know. He's quieter, so I don't really know right if he's too, yeah, repping too heavy yeah. um but i mean we're making some noise i mean i i know a few people um i know um a singer becca zama who's so she's um she's she's haitian does a lot of um you know regional music but she's um super popular she actually recently did a track on super smash brothers um album that they just released that they like produced and everything like that had a lot of local Artists on there. I know Real P manages Nazi Janae, who's local. So, like, I know that there's talent around, and from what I can see, they get a lot of support from the local community. It's just really just trying to see them break and yeah, and see what happens from there. And I and I actually just Googled Bia. Bia! Oh, my God, yeah. She's Does from she Medford, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, I was just bro. having this conversation with... um, Who the fuck was having this one? I think... I think I was having this conversation with my little sister because we were listening to some record yeah. that Bia was on and murdering it. And I was like, yo, you know she's... I was talking to my little sister. I'm like, yo, you know she's from Boston. She goes, no, I go, go fucking Google it. She said, oh, yo, she's from Medford. Yeah. But I don't know if... <laughs> but Bia I don't know really if they... Repping you know, like, like that. But um, shout out Papa Don. Yeah. He's her... Uh, Papa Don. Tour DJ. Yeah. Um, Great DJ, yeah. But, oh, dude, Papa Don's yeah. filthy. Yeah. Um, every time... So it was funny because in the earlies, I was like opening for him. And another guy who I was like, oh, I want to... Yeah, you know, be where he's at yeah. and everything like that. And then, yeah, we were like headlining together. We would go back to back, and it was um, super nice guys. Super, there was a couple times where, and these are different types of DJs, yeah. All of them different, yeah. different types of DJs. You got you got DJs that tour, yeah. You got DJs that do radio, yeah. You know, you got DJs that do clubs, mm-hmm. DJs that focus on 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 private events, yeah. You know, yeah. Different types of different types of genres of DJs I guess you and that's the, and that's the thing that people don't realize right like there really are genres yeah. of, of DJs yeah. um yours I mean you're someone that hits a lot of them I try man because yeah. you know why why are you gonna just be one type I totally I agree. haven't toured that's you know mm-hmm. if I get the opportunity I guess I will you know mm-hmm. uh, if I if I um if I had to do it all over again I guess Ooh. I would be a tour DJ. I would be a DJ that not only a tour DJ, but I would be more. I would have traveled more, you know, and not just focused on being and staying in Boston. Mm. But I, w- I would have wanted to travel more of the country, 
you know, of the world, you know, um, and, you know, I would have built my brand much bigger than what it is, you know. Um, would you have done that through, like, another artist, like, kind of riding through their tour, like, team, or would you try to have done that by yourself, do you think? Maybe through it dropping depends on the opportunity, yeah. yeah. You know, it depends on the opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if the opportunity presents itself that an artist needs me to go on, on, the t- on tour with him or her, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. Shout out Bia. <laughs> <laughs> or her. Uh, then, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, then I would have done that. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But if, if I had gotten the chance to get booked outside of Boston more and outside of New England more, then, then yeah, I would have taken that, I w- you know. Mm-hmm. One of the questions I had um, that was given to me by another DJ, actually, yeah. um, was how does one bridge the industry and, and be successful in multiple aspects of it? Kind of what we were saying so specifically with you, clubs to radio to weddings and private events. I mean, I think you're, you know, explaining that well. Is there anything else specifically within that question that maybe you'd like to add? Any tips? Any kind of just experience gems? Oof. That's a loaded question. It is a loaded yeah. question. <laughs> How do you bridge all that? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because again, yeah, like, yeah, we like know, that's a lot. We know that, I mean, like you're saying, there's genres and some DJs stick to one genre yeah. and they kill it and yeah. they're the guy in that genre. But I think a lot of people wish they could do everything or think as many as they can. By building yourself and building your brand and, and, and you, you, the, the amount of time that you put into yourself, you got to be able to, to, to put it back out into the industry, you know? So I think that in order to bridge all of those, you, you got to be all a well-rounded DJ, mm-hmm. you know? can't be just a, a DJ that plays hip hop and expects to go DJ a wedding where they want you to play seventies and eighties. Yep. You know, you gotta be a well-rounded DJ to be able to, and to be able to, to bridge all of those. You know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go, um, tour with a, uh, with an artist, you gotta be able to work the crowd that's in front of you. Right. You know, um, to hype the crowd for the artists. So right. you got to, until you, that's part of being a well-rounded DJ. Yep. You know, if you want to be a radio DJ, you got to know that you got to stick to a particular. Yeah. And you got to be super, know. super clean. Yeah. You got to be yeah. super clean. <clears throat> you can't mess up. You yeah. cannot mess up. In, but you can't like over scratch. <coughs> exactly. On the ra- you know yeah. what I mean? If that's, yeah. if your style is yeah. scratching like crazy, like then all of a sudden yeah. you, you might gotta, not be the best fit for radio. Right. Right. Exactly. Just be a well-rounded DJ. Just uh, invest time in yourself in order to, to. To be able to bridge all of those, mm-hmm. you know, and with with bridging all of that, that. no, oh yeah, absolutely. With bridging all of that and having such a long career as you have, how do you remain motivated? And how do you, how often, and how are you setting those new goals? I love music, man. Um, you know, th- I'm always working on a new project. You know, I'm working on a couple of other projects right now. You know, mixes and and mm-hmm. and you know, I'm um, DJing on an app. Um, yeah, you know, uh, is you know, that Boston with Caliente? Yeah, 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 Boston yeah, Caliente. Dope, you know, the, so you know that there's a niche market in Boston, which is the Latin market, which mm-hmm. is not, you know, tapped into. You know, like so we're trying to tap into that market based on this particular app. Mm-hmm. You know, so and in order to do that, you got to be able to build it. You know, and yeah. build it with the music, the great music, and attract the people to it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what you know. That's what they're trying to do. Castaneda Rico. Yeah. You know, yeah, to those guys. Yeah, this is a good opportunity to maybe just yeah. chat that out and elaborate. Yeah. I mean, so just from outside looking in, so is Castaneda like spearheading that? Or um, yeah, he's one of the uh, he's one of the people that's spearheading that. So 
um, yeah, so kind of as you were saying, so an app that um, local talent, right, local mm-hmm. Boston DJs yep. being able to present Latin music yep. to to that niche market that yep. you're explaining. Yep. And it's funny because I was um, in our in our bottle service episode, we were talking about how um, the Latin market, while there's so many Latinos in Boston and Massachusetts, it's like all bottlenecked or was in the north shore yeah right yeah, yeah. like why you know what i mean like we were like why <laughs> like why like, like uh, yeah I'm, you're right i'm meeting like these like latina girls who are like whatever and they're like yeah we're driving 40 50 minutes to fucking you Lowell, know to, like, yeah, like, to go party like because this is the only place i can find our music and i'm like thinking about it and i'm like yo what the fuck why yeah and then i think about it, and i'm like yeah because there's not that many options and that's yeah. why um fuck uh ritmo the, the ritmo yeah, yeah, was huge, yeah right? ritmo was, was huge bro it was gonna be the thing yeah. you know um, and then COVID happened. Then, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> um, so that's dope that they're yeah. doing that. Um, and so is that going to be? That's an app that's going to be like free. It's or? an app. It's an, it's on the yeah, it's on the app store uh, for both um, Android and uh, iPhone. Dope. Um, Apple. Yeah. Um, it's available to download. There's Latin music being played twenty four seven. You know, it's so it's, it's a station. It's or a station, it's and they have they have mixes throughout the day, and they have music that's playing. When there is no mixing going on, right? You know? right. Okay, so, okay, I hear you. I hear you. So you know, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So everyone check that out, Boston Caliente, right? Yeah, Boston Caliente. Everyone check that out. Yep. I know there's a bunch of uh, white guys trying to date these Latina girls. <laughs> so if you're trying to get that homework up, you know where to exactly. hit, <laughs> hit up Boston Caliente, yo. You, you gotta know what's hot. You gotta know it's hot. You know, when she you gotta w- know when you know. Then when uh, when you know Bad Bunny drops that new track that that you they want to hear. You gotta <laughs> know because because you know. Just taking them to the local taqueria and stuff isn't enough these days, bro. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta be, ta- you gotta be talking in the same wavelength as them. Yeah, Yo, you, you know, <laughs> you know that new, you know that new Bad Bunny, yo. You know, you gotta know it. You know, yeah. just a couple name drops, a couple song drops, <laughs> and you're good. Um, that's awesome though. And so, you, so projects keeping your, you know, yeah, keeping, keeping these myself new, keeping busy fresh. with, you know, I, I am downloading less music, like right. you said, you yeah. know. But you know, like I'm, I'm at, I'm in Manchester. And he ha- I mean, Manchester is at uh, Whiskey's twenty. Yep, Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. When are you there? Saturday. Oh, still, I'm there. Yeah. Next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah, so I'm there Saturday. Have you, have you you played there before? No, I haven't played there before. Yeah, I haven't no, played there either. No. I mean, I played Manchester for Halloween. Yeah. Um, pretty loose out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's all. Wear that mask. <laughs> Yo, well, I was happy because yeah. at the spot that I played at, I was on like a stage that was yeah. like. 20, 30 feet from the thing. Get, so I get was, out of it. Get, get away from me. Yeah, so I was <laughs> I was good. Like, I was like, yo, I'm actually, yeah. like, I'm more safe than someone yeah. who's just part, on the floor. Know, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, but I think, uh, like, I've never been to Whiskey. I think it's a little bit more intimate. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, we're blessed to be able to get the call, yeah. to be able to do something yeah. we like. Yep. My shout out to Riz. Shout out to, yo. Shout out to Riz. 235 Entertainment. Shout out Riz. You know? For real, thank um, you. Yeah, Riz putting on all the Boston yeah. DJs out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I heard the New Hampshire DJ, DJ <coughs> is a uh, you know, oh, man. But um, you know, Riz doing what he has to do to make the bread. He knows what time it is. He knows yeah, who to call. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but um, you know, yeah, I'm excited. I mean, yeah. How do you feel? What is this your first club gig? Club gig, I guess. In, since, since since COVID. Yeah, since COVID. And my last one was uh, Tunnel. Wow. Yeah, bro. Yeah. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel excited, man. Yeah. You know, I just get to rock in front of a crowd. I got to give them, you know, what they want. 
figure out what they want. Yeah, it's you know, that, because and that's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> we don't, I don't know. even think they know. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like, like, are you playing what was hot when COVID started? Like the thing that like we didn't get to experience yet, or are you just trying to guess, just based on maybe charts or whatever? Yo, that this in, is what tune people tune in next time. You know what I mean? To find out. That's the question. And <laughs> I that's, don't know. I don't and know. that's the shit that I don't people know. don't think about. I don't know, bro. I, I'll I'll definitely hit the charts. Yeah. You know, I'll definitely hit, you know, Shazam, mm-hmm. the charts. Check out the Zam, uh, the Shazam charts, uh, Spotify charts. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll do my homework now, you know, because the, there's always one song that's playing, that's outplaying that you got to have. You yeah, know? you got to have, yeah. You know, I'll, you know, I'll ask, you know, my boys who've been there already, like, what's mm-hmm. hot? You know, what right. was hot there? Mm-hmm. You know, I, <laughs> I, what about you? What, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of chart searching, yeah. um, and I've been keeping my ear to TikTok as much as yeah. I can. Um, oh, I hate half of the shit yeah. that gets popping yeah, there, yeah. but like it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been playing um, a lot of like the brunchy stuff and the in the in the right. day stuff. So like, I haven't been too away from it, and yeah. I'm hearing uh, I'm still getting requests. Yeah. You know, so like, like there's there's the requests I get. I'm like, yo, I. Deadass did not know this song. And then I would search it, and it's like a million views on <laughs> Yo. YouTube. Like, and it's something that I just missed. Like, it's just, you know, I mean, you know, there's always those songs that aren't on any charts, yeah. but are still yeah. super popping. Um, and so I think I'm good, but at the same time, I think it's a weird balance of kind of like what I was saying earlier. Like, there's a, a whole, like, um, crate, let's say, of songs that mm-hmm. were just getting popping yeah. at the time that COVID yeah. happened that we didn't get to. Ex- yeah. Like, I think Safed is a perfect one. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, we got to. I have to, like, it's considered maybe an old song now, yeah. but we didn't get to live it, really. Yeah. You know, just bad timing. A lot of the songs, yeah, a lot of the songs you just didn't I mean? get air. I mean, they got airplay, but you just... But but people didn't experience didn't it in a party. Play. Yeah, you didn't get club, club play. I think yeah. um, uh, Laugh, Night, Laugh Now, Cry Later by Drake didn't yeah, yeah. get any yep. club play, for example. Right, so, right. like, songs that people are, you know, well-digested mm-hmm. by, by now, but, you know, when you think about it, they didn't get to... Dance to it and party to it. We're gonna you know have to do mean? homework, man. It's it's the it's go-tos. a weird time where <laughs> yeah. it's, it's this weird consideration where we can't be like, oh yeah, last week I tried this and it worked or it didn't. This week, adjust. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and, you were and know the crowd that's in front of you. Yeah, you know, read the crowd. Read the if crowd. The crowd yeah. doesn't like what you're playing. Just change it. Yeah, you Simple. were talking about um like the charts and stuff. Have you um heard much about BeatSource? Yeah. Oh, have yeah. you have you looked into it or do you have it? I had it. I had it for a little while. I tried it out. You uh, tried like Lincoln stuff. Yeah, yeah. How so? So for those who don't know, <coughs> nerdy DJ shit. Um, yeah. So Beat Source no, is no, no, a no. record pool. Yeah. Um, DJs, you'd re- big question that we get actually is how do you get your music? We use record pools for the most yeah. part. Um, yeah. So they're basically these libraries that are specific to DJs. Mm-hmm. Some are specific to genres, yep. and they have edits and they have remixes and the hot songs. Blah 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 blah. Subscription based usually. Beat Source is um, it's not necessarily new. It's newer. Newer, yeah, it's um, newer. But yeah. the key, but the thing with BeatSource is um, their playlists are, like, to the nines. They, they've, you know, uh, designated uh, world-renowned DJs yeah. to folk. Like, so if, um, I know they have, like, the world-renowned Nigerian DJs for the Afrobeat playlist right. specifically, for example. Um, but their big thing recently is BeatSource Link, yeah. which allows you to stream 
while you're DJing. Yeah. So basically, so you don't need to necessarily download the records, um, but you can use BeatSource as a library to stream the record on. Just need Wi-Fi, that's it. Yeah, you just need the Wi-Fi. So if someone does come up to you yeah. and says, hey, play X and Y, Z yeah. song that you've never heard of, you can search it, you can find yeah. it, you can get and it, it and play. It, it works. And it works. Yeah, so it's, it, it works pretty well. So I've been considering getting <coughs> it and paying for it, and um, it's so weird. Like You're like, why would I get it when I'm not really DJing? No, it's like not, it's you, gotta, you can you can try it for 30 days for free anyway mm -hmm. so you can try that out see how it works yeah so you know? tell me your experience about it I'd love um to it was it was great actually man like i i honestly didn't get to use it at any events yeah live events unfortunately um but the minute you load the song it's right on your right on, right on your serato you know what i mean and, that's crazy and, and you can do an offline mode where yep. you prepare your your playlist beforehand. So if you know you're not going to have Wi-Fi wherever you're going, you prepare your playlist before, and then you're going to have that playlist available to you offline. So you're not going to have access to the rest of the library, unfortunately, yeah. but you'll have access to... Yeah. to but if you're prepare. like... like I think the example I was thinking of a lot was like, let's just use Afrobeat as the, as the example. So if you're, maybe you're not strong in Afrobeat and you mm -hmm. know you're going to jump into an Afrobeat heavy night, you might just quickly go into the pre-made mm -hmm. Afrobeat playlist that they have there. Yeah. Download, download, like, just, because they're made for you. Like, you don't. It's, it'll be available to you. And it's as available long as you have Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Like, you'll be able to load the song without Yeah. Any, so any if you're problems. like, oh, maybe you didn't have the yeah. time this week to, yeah. to really figure it out. Here's the playlist that they already have. Chances yeah. are it's going to be a great fucking playlist. Cause yeah. Like, another DJ made it. And you're in, and you're and like, we got mad lazy, yeah. So we got some other people just doing the work. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see where the tech is going. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, this becomes, yeah. you know, we talk about being multifaceted and, and being averse in other genres. I mean, and that's a good way to get started, right? Yeah. If you really have no idea where, you know, where this music, you know, it takes the extra research to find out the deep cuts, right? That if you know, you right. know joints. Right. But at least you get started, yeah. you know, and understanding, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that's important because. Um, I know that once I started getting into like the urban nights, like Soko was something I never really knew about. Yeah. And it was, um, and I just fucking learned as much as I could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And um, once I started realizing, you know, so such a big Haitian community in Boston, yeah. like I hit up my Haitian friends. I'm like, right. give me the, give me the shit your mom played. Cause I want to be the <laughs> Yo, guy that like, I'm not Haitian, yeah. but I got the joints. I got the you music, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think it's a great place to start. I think the streaming aspect is, Unbelievable, like mind blowing. Yeah. I think yeah. it, the, if think about it is you know if you've ever tried going you know going to an event and try using using Spotify, right? You know you resorted to Spotify and you were like, oh, I wish Spotify was linked to Serato. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what they did because they have all the music yeah. from a lot of freaking years back, man. Yeah, you know, like wild. Yeah, nineteen sixties, seventies. Like, like you're gonna find. Gonna find yeah, everything I, in there. I was yeah. poking through the the crates that they had, yeah. like the place they had, and I was like, "Yo, this shit's deep." Yeah, because there's yeah, like I said, there's <laughs> some record pools that only you know only, only hip hop yeah. or only whatever. Yeah. This shit was deep. Yeah, it's 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 what from what I could see, it looked amazing, and I'm and I'm thinking of of probably using of, of hopping in at least trying the, the thirty yeah. day trial and just seeing how how well it integrates. I was most mostly curious of how well it integrates. It it uh, it does. It's pretty well integrated. Mm. Yeah. So I I, I recommend hot. it. You know, try it out. See how it works out for you. This is the shit that gets like DJs like super like, hot. So, like. so, we, so, so one question for you, Pioneer dropped uh, mixers. Uh, the S11. S11. What do you think? Oh, okay. Super go nerdy ahead. DJ shit. Just gotta yeah, bear go with ahead. us, guys. Um, so, I think the S9. Yeah. 
best mixer like <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, okay. Well, uh, for our my style, our style, open yeah, format, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, the things I can do with it, mm-hmm. like I, it's expanded my brain tenfold. Um, what I can, what I can do with it. I was never super into because what was it? The rain, the, the rain mixer the that that uh, that already had the um the nine oh nine. Yeah, yeah. That the, had rain, the, yep. the screen the on screen, it. Yeah. Um, I can just Google it. I yeah, have a whole computer. Well, yeah. I have a two thousand dollar computer in front of me. I should probably use it. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't the rain. It was a Pioneer. No, no, no. Rain. Oh, had yeah, a Pioneer. It's a seventy two. Sorry, seventy two. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. So I used it once, um, and it was obviously the new shiny object. So it. So the thing about this mixer, for those who don't know, it has a screen, um, and I it might be touchscreen. In the middle of the mixer that shows the waveforms of the music, so you're able to like. I mean, so you have it in front of you with the computer. You have it on the mixer. I think it's an overkill. Like, I think if you can okay. see it on the computer, like, why do you need to see it twice? People made the argument, oh, you don't have to switch. You know, nod your head up and down. But I'm like, okay, but now you just focus. But now on you're not focused on the people, right? That's my argument. <laughs> um, but the thing about the 72, um, when I use it, it was mine lagged, or the one that I was oh, using lagged. Um, and I was like, yo, this, this is why this is stupid. Yeah. But I, but with the S 11, so the S 11 is basically incorporating the same technology with the already amazing S nine. Um, and it, so it, it incorporated the, uh, screen along with other, um, features of like, um, having the multi, uh, channel right where you can use the screen to to play like four records yeah, at the yeah, same time yeah. if you wanted to i mean most of the dj in boston aren't good enough to do that <laughs> but you know it's there if you want to figure it out um but it's super sick i've seen yeah. um like dj puffy do breakdowns with it yeah. it's like it seems i'm not gonna lie his video was kind of selling me on it but i think the whole multi-screen while DJ, it's it's an overkill but it's i'm sure i say that be able to you know, utilize well enough, you think? I I think battle DJs, I yeah. think three-style DJs yeah. are going to use the fuck out of it. Yeah. I think a majority of <coughs> DJs who, I mean, like, let's be let's be real. Like, a lot of DJs, especially locally, they just play a track, play yeah. a track, play yeah. a track. They're not doing the acapella, yeah. changing the key to fit the whatever with the intro, with the what. Like, they're not doing they're, right. they're just not. Right. And so that's why when I'm like, I see certain DJs who have... The, like who got the S11? I'm like, bro, you're not gonna use this shit. Yeah, like you're wasting your money. Like I know, I've seen you play. You know, you're not. Using this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? And 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 you and, tell him that too. Um, nah. I have, I mean, I haven't seen him, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I just think it's funny. Yeah. Like, and 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 that's why I think with something like this, I'm like, it's kind of an overkill. At the same time, I still haven't used it yet. I'm sure once I use it and I realize what it can do and what I can do with it, um. I'm sure I'll change my opinion. It's super sick. I think it's an interesting direction that you know, the technology is going to. I saw a DJ share on Facebook, um, basically the SRT mm-hmm. with the screen, and that's like oh, the yeah, next yeah, thing. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, I see where this but is that going. Was, that was photoshopped, yo. That I'm sh- pretty But I'm sure. sure that's where they're going. Because yeah. that's usually, if you yeah. look back at Pioneer yeah, yeah. equipment, they introduce yeah. one thing, and then it's on everything, like the buttons. That's true. And, that's true. You know, so I'm sure that's the direction. I like going. that. I, I, you know. I would I would definitely use that. Yeah. 100%. It's I think it's cool. Um it's I think that Pioneer dropped it in the wrong time. You know like Oh, that out of work. Well, you know, like uh, who's going to buy it? Well, I think like I said, I think this the the super talented, super creative streaming DJ will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. To make their to take their streaming to the next yeah. level, for example. I think I so I, in a way wrong time in a way 
perfect time. I guess they had to drop it regardless of when it was yeah. going to happen. I mean, COVID's pro- like, this shit's probably going to be an- another year. Yeah. So, like, when is the right thing? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Um, but um, overall, it's cool. Um, it's expensive. I can't afford it. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Um, but it's what I have been enjoying is seeing how, like, again, like the worldwide champion DJs have been using it. And um, the, I- the ideas that come out of it, I think, are really, really sweet. Um, do you have any intention of getting it? No. Yeah. Well, you have a S9 at home. I have an S9 and I have a 762 at home. Oh, no, not really. Yeah. Not really. You know, I don't see myself utilizing the screen for everything that it brings. Right. You know, it's a lot. I mean, and it's one of those things that if you can master it, like it will take your sets and your, your skill to the next level. Yeah. I would love to try it. Um, but in terms of like paying 2k for it to have it in my room, like I don't think it's. Man. Worth it for me. That's a lot of money, bro. It's a lot of money, man. Um, we ain't rich no more. <laughs> it's like, nah. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, beautiful shit. I mean, I love the nerdy shit. I don't want to bore the people too That's much. That's right. But, yeah. um, <laughs> what other questions you got? Um, I, I mean. Because I know there's. Yeah, I got a couple more. Um, just in general, like regrets. I know you mentioned Re- like not, yeah, like not, not touring not, and not traveling touring, enough. Not touring, not traveling enough. You know, mm-hmm. not being able to do that. Um, other than that, I don't have any any regrets, to be honest. No, no regrets. No, no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Regrets. <laughs> um, uh, I I've asked a lot of the other industry folk mm. this question: um, retiring, hanging it up. Is, when it's is that time to go? I'll find out, man. Because mm-hmm. the minute that the bookings stop coming in is when you're when you know you gotta. You got to start thinking about that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm not just talking about not just talking about club gigs because club gigs is one genre, right? You know, a right. one aspect of DJing because you still got corporate events, you still got the weddings. weddings. You know, people you still are always getting others. married. Like, yeah, you know. dude. You know, yeah. they're always gonna. You know, if you, I know very successful guys. You know, Super Duke. Yeah. You know, doesn't really focus too much on doing clubs, and when he does, he does them well. Like, yep. Um, and you know, like I, I, when the when the you know club when the when the gigs stop coming in, yeah, I'd say I think or when I find something else that takes my time Boy, more you, than you've done this shit for twenty five years. That's <laughs> just not <gonna> <laughs> you know, uh, I would say that. I think that's a that's a it's a good way to look at it, man. Yeah. When the, when the, when the door stops knocking, yeah, um, much like anything else, man. You know, you know when it's time to hang it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ask myself that question, like, yeah. What about you? I mean, you just started, kind of, you know, yeah, like I mean, I mean, seven th- years, seven years. I think, yeah, I think yeah. I'm one going to be one of those guys that like, like, why, like, if people are going to pay me to do what I really like doing, yeah, like, why would I not do it? So I think it's definitely going to be, yeah, when the door stops knocking. You think uh, some? You think COVID pretty much killed some careers? Oh yeah, yeah. It definitely wiped out some, 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 uh, some DJs. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, no, absolutely unfortunately. Like, yeah. it's you know. As saturated as the market can be, you know, yeah. I, l- I love being able to sit down with another DJ and just nerd out. just kind of like yeah, how we were. Like, 100%. I love that shit. And, you know, but I do think it's, and to a lot of things that we spoke about that they didn't, maybe they put their eggs in one basket or yeah. they, they weren't as, they didn't think to be as multifaceted as they should have. They didn't study the other genres to be able to be, um, they didn't network enough. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's a, due to a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, the DJs that, 
maybe took that extra step or put that extra thought into it are the ones that will survive yeah. something like this. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but that goes within any industry, you know, yeah. the entrepreneur that didn't plan X, Y, Z correctly, that's going to now lose their business or yeah. whatever, you know, it's, you can apply it to anything. Yeah. Um, but absolutely. I think, you know, unfortunately it's, it's it sucks. COVID to sucks take to see it. A couple more COVID casualties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Jeez. yeah, I know. I know. The alliteration with <laughs> with viruses. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you want to shout out that you want to touch upon? I mean, we um, we talked a lot. We talked a lot, man. And, and, yeah. and this one, the good thing about recording twice is like we cut out a lot of the fat yeah. of like the the other recording, um, which was a dope conversation. Yeah, but it was. this one was it definitely. Was. I like this one a lot better. Yeah. Um, anything else? It was, you it was shout more out structured. More structured. Yeah. yeah. Um, in episode six, baby. Because I think you're supposed to be episode three. Yeah, I think I so, think. too. Yeah. Um, so. And I got the call. I was like, oh, yo. Yo, Technical I difficulties. So mad, Technical dude. difficulties, man. Oh, God. <laughs> I was so mad. But, you know, it's all right. shout out Ado. Shout out yeah, Phil. Shout out Ado, the beautiful yeah. producers. Um, we love you guys. Um, yes. You know, as, like I said, as DJs know, best, sometimes hardware and software we, and technology. We all got to get together and, 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 and have a conversation, yeah. Yeah, facts, man. You know. COVID times. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anything else you want to plug, mention, any gems, any just words of affirmation? <sighs> Bro, not really. <laughs> <laughs> we said nah, You know, we said a lot, man. I hope that, uh, you know, people find this information uh, useful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully they start, you know, DJs start thinking about the future. You know, mm-hmm. don't just think that because things are going to open up that you're going to be good. You know, think about having a backup oh, plan. God. You know, God damn it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, 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 no I don't mean to be bleak. Right. No, you're you know? thousand percent right. You know, just think about having a backup plan. Yeah. You know, always have a backup plan. I guess my backup plan was my day job. Mm-hmm. And I've always had that. So, and I managed to do the career on, you know, DD, have a DJ career on the side as well. Yeah. Um, but. Just have a backup plan, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when this may happen again. Right. You know, um, and if it doesn't, then you have a nice little nest egg, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. you know, to tap into, to go mm-hmm. on a nice vacation or whatever, you know, to yeah. buy, you know, something nice for yourself five years down the road. You know, just think about it like that. Like that money, we will get back to work. We are gonna get back to it. Love it. You know. You hear the affirmation in that <laughs> the confidence in that statement. I fucking love it. We we will, yeah. We, it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. You know, this thing will end. You know? Yo, I'm shaking. Right <laughs> this is beautiful. But until then, you know, yep. think about a think about a backup plan that you're gonna have. Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. You know. where can people find you online? Online where can they connect with you. Um Mixcloud at DJ Case Boston. Uh, Instagram at DJ Case Boston, Twitter at DJ Case, Facebook at DJ Case Boston. Love it. Yeah, pretty much. Please hit up DJ Case. Um, Thank you, man. If any questions, if you want to elaborate with anything, yeah. I know you talked oh, yeah. um, a lot, just a lot of gems, a lot of advice. Feel free to hit him up. Um, if you want to book him, yeah. Ooh, if you want to book him, hit <laughs> him up. Go through Ado, yeah. <laughs> Yo, there you go. Um, hit up the manager. Hit up the manager, Ado. <laughs> Um, and as always, um, I'm Snacks, your beautiful host. Yes. Um, Yo, I got a question real quick. Uh-oh. 
How does snacks come about? What does the name represent? <laughs> it represents fucking nothing, dude. How? I'm how? A like, I want to know. I'm I want to know what. <laughs> oh, don't look at me. No one look at me. How did, how did you come up with snacks? Dude, honestly, it was um it was out of necessity. So so uh Okay. I was I was like going kind of no name for a while. Okay. And and Did you no name? No, 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 oh. no. Like I just didn't have like I just <laughs> didn't really I I wasn't established enough to have a name, let's say. Okay. I was just playing stupid like parties and stuff. Yeah. And then I got um my first like actual gig. Mm-hmm. And the flyer literally said DJ my first and last name because I, wow. I didn't have a name, and I was like, oh, I was like, this looked like they sent me the flyer. I was like, oh my god, like I just didn't think about it. I didn't have a logo. Blah, blah, blah. Should have thought about it like I'm a producer, you know. So well, I got my first is, my, and last name. But thing is, my real name isn't cool enough. Yeah, it's just it's not. <laughs> uh, I'm not Ryan Nichols out here. Like, like, <laughs> oh wow, a real, has a real, no, he has a yeah, same yeah, name. Yeah, like, he, you're right. His birth name is just uh, a good solid name. Shout yeah, out Ryan, true. my yeah. guy Ryan. Yeah, um, has a great song out right now yes, actually. Yes, um, everyone check out Ryan Nichols. Um, and so I was, li- so they literally like emailed me the flyer and, okay. they, were, and they were like, okay, uh, any edits, let us know. Cause we're ready to, to throw this all yeah. over the internet, whatever, whatever. And I was like, Ooh, okay. And I was, and I was literally like, I remember sitting there and being like, okay, I want something short and sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about like other DJs that I knew famous DJs and I was like, short and sweet is, seems like the way to go. Um, I like to eat. A lot of people know I like to eat. That's kind of my thing. Um, and and the thing was was I have time to change it later. Okay. That's what I yeah. said to myself. Yeah. I was like, snacks, fuck it. Well, I'm glad you didn't. And and but the thing is it works well. Everything happened too fast. Yeah. Where I was like, oh now people like cause then I came back the next week yeah. and then the next week and then it was the name was a thing at that point. And people were starting to call me it and and then but it's funny because um DJ Snake was on Hot Ones, yeah. Um the, the interview uh show, uh and he was saying how much he hated his name. And I think DJ Snake is a sick name. Yeah, and it actually is. And 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 I was like, I kind of hate my name too. Like now, <laughs> like now that I'm like stuck with it. Um, you don't hate your name now, do you? Uh, I, well, okay. Well, the hardest part was coming up when mm. I was still like, like no one knew me, and, and so like, um, people were like, "Oh, like what's your DJ name?" And I'd be like, "Snacks." What? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was proud I, of it, man. Come well, on, bro. It was at that point where I was like, "Fuck!" But now <laughs> it's like. Snacks like shorty yeah. be like snacks like what's up yeah there you go see <laughs> well I mean a lot of it was the marketing like making yeah. the whole freight like the give me snacks baby like making all like, the pizza stuff like I had to do a lot with it mm-hmm. um so I got it to a point where now I love it people love it yeah but there's a you know it's it's like hey I'm this rapper I really want you to listen to my mixtape oh what's your name uh Fifty Cent what like <laughs> your name is like change like but then he becomes. 50 cent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's all perspective. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how I was like explaining it to people. Well, and um, Keep building the brand, man. Yeah. It's all about the brand. You, know, I like you, have, a, you have a clean, like, like safe name. Like, case. Yeah. yeah it was my, my name is neutral. Yeah. It's neutral. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, that's yeah. what I thought about when, when, when I was, when I was thinking about, yeah. about my name, I was like, I need to come up with something that's neutral that I'm going to be able to put a, uh, you know, if, if I talk to somebody who's doing a, um, corporate event you know what's your dj right right you yeah know? so that's the thing i, I deal with sometimes it's not where they're like, kill a case you know yeah, <laughs> like yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah, yeah. like like you know it's case right, you know? right like it's yeah. neutral that's stuff that i kind of deal with now like yeah. getting older and like doing like the more corporate stuff um but they're usually like i guess cool i mean i don't know i, I guess i let like the music do the talking kind of thing but yeah like there's a moments where i'm like i wish again it's like i wish i had a more neutral name sometimes nah man um, so. snacks is fine nothing wrong with it that's because like Nothing wrong with it, bro. You know what I mean? Huh? It's because of like what you know now, though. You know, like I, 
I, I developed it enough where you're like, yeah, that's true. If you if I if I just met you, you'd be like, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, bro. But so like that's why like <laughs> I, it's funny because like I'll be like, oh, that's a, like I'll like hear of like a new DJ for example, and I'll be like, oh, that's a stupid name, and people just look at me, <laughs> and they'd be like, really, bro? And I'm like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> I, I can't I can't really talk. But when I first heard <laughs> snacks, I was like, snacks. You know, it kind of makes you think like. Okay, snacks. What is you know? What is that? You know, who is this dude? You know, like word. Yeah. So you okay, know, okay. You know, think about it like that, bro. Like snacks. Okay. You know, snacks. Let's get it. All right. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Cool. All right. Well, thank cool. you for having me, man. Yo, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming again, man. I know for I sure. hate wasting people's time. Uh, I'm happy you came by again. Amazing conversation. No time wasted, man. Love it, man. Appreciate it. Um, Deserve. Everybody, again, follow at DJ Case Boston. Thank you. On pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. Um, follow me, your host, at Gimme Snacks. Yes. Follow Dope Entertainment Official. Follow yes, But yes. I Know the DJ on yes. uh, Instagram. Share this with all your friends. And we'll see you next time. DJ Case, thank you. Ooh. Good night, everybody. <laughs>